0: I mean, you know, we all have to make money, but it's not so much about the money, but the fact that people are willing to give money for something that we've created and poured ourselves into, it's an honor.
1: Welcome to the Heart of Walk Here podcast. We're here to highlight the stories of local business owners around the area because we believe that business owners are at the heart of any community. It's not just about bringing awareness to the businesses, but seeing the faces, hearing the stories, and learning the mindsets behind the success. Now let's join our host, Austin, owner of Bedrosian Cleaning Services, with today's special guest. Welcome to the Heart of Falk Here podcast. I'm your host, Austin, and today we have two special guests. Um, we're going to kind of do a one-two punch and talk about two different organizations at the same time. Um, so we have Brett, Brent and Lindsay Henderson. Um, they own the Good Reverend Kombucha, and then they also uh, run and operate the Hope Hills um, in Warrington. So we're going to talk about both of those. But first, I want to talk a little bit about just you guys. Um, I know you guys have some kids and everything. So uh, if you can just give a kind of a brief bio on who you guys are and your family and everything. You want me to do it? Whichever.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been married, what, 16 years? 16 years, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We have Ashton, who is 15, just got his learner's permit. Uh, Tanner is 14. Piper Jane is 10. (laughs) Seems to be 11. And Charlie Ann is uh, three and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah which, and I think it's so cool, and you guys too. Yeah. Uh we have a Charlie in yeah. as well, and so we met a little while ago, yeah. and you met Charlie, and yeah. you're like, "Well, I have a Charlie in," <laughs> and it was just so cool because yeah. it's not the most common yeah. name; it's becoming more yeah. common, I right. suppose. Yeah. But how cool is that? Yeah. but even the middle name lining up? Yeah, so wow. wild, you know? so, yeah. and uh, for us, it's a family name we kind yeah. of combine together. Um too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so neat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you have the four kids, 16 years married, congrats, that's yeah, awesome, thank, thank you. you. Um, in this world, that's yeah, a big deal, yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, and then, so let's talk about the good reverend first. All right. Um, so where did the uh, idea even come from? How did it get
0: started? <laughs> well, in 2009, Lindsay was having um, just a bunch of digestive issues. Every single night after we would eat a meal, she'd have to go like lay down for 10, 15 minutes. It was like the
2: only thing that gave me relief, whatever, like being on my back, horizontal. It was the strangest thing. Otherwise,
0: it was just almost debilitating pain. She couldn't really function until she just kind of got through that, which I guess, I don't know, some sort of indigestion or something. I'm not sure. But um, when her folks were building their house, their lead carpenter was this like, long-haired, dreadlocked, yeah, yeah, hippie yeah. guy who <laughs> lived in West Virginia in the mountains by himself, you know, and and he had this, this tonic, this elixir he'd bring to work every single day and drink <laughs> this. And, um, Lindsay's mom mentioned, I don't know, somehow mentioned that she was having this pain and, and this guy made all these claims about this, this stuff that he had, this kombucha and, yeah. you know, that it's anti-aging and anti-cancer and, I don't know about any of those things, but he said, well, maybe it would help with her digestive stuff. So we took it and from the very first time that she had it, it relieved all of her pain instantly. <laughs> you know, not not over several days, but like the, the very first time it was just she the it. the probiotic
2: that my gut needed to, to restore itself. You mm-hmm. know, it just, it was amazing. It was yeah. very like cooling and healing and it just helped everything fall into place. Hmm. So
0: So then we just, I was like, we have to make this. So So he set us up with the SCOBY. SCOBY is an acronym for symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. And it's this thing that floats in your tea and it it ferments it. It's this living enzyme that takes the, feeds on the sugar of the sweet tea and turns it into this magical living beverage. And so, um, when we first started, uh, Lindsay made it for a month or a few months or something like that. Yeah, I don't know exactly I took how long classes
2: was. and stuff. We'd go to Mother Earth news fairs, and I'd sit on all these classes, and I'd be like, "Dude, we have to do it this way. Like, we're doing it wrong. It could be so much better." And
0: so she, she after a, a little while, just kind of got tired of making it, and so that's whenever I took over. So, which was uh, it was two thousand nine when we started. It was two thousand nine whenever I I. Took it over in our home, and for for the longest time, it didn't taste good. You no. know, Lindsay's a nutritional counselor, and we're we're really big on clean eating, and um, so we put a lot of things in our body that don't taste the best <laughs> because we know how good it is for us. Yeah. Uh, and for the longest time, that was kombucha was one of those things. We just we did it not because I know it's good for me, we yeah. enjoyed yeah. it, yeah, but, enjoyed but because it. we knew that it was yeah. it was it was really helpful, especially for Lindsay. Um, and so I, I, you know, I've been making it since 2009 and some years ago, I guess probably seven, eight, something like that years ago, uh, we went down to Florida and we were at this really cool farmer's market and there was a girl that was selling kombucha there that she made and it just looked beautiful and vibrant and I mean, I'd had some of stuff the stuff at the store. Look like this and taste <laughs> <like> this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd had some store-bought stuff, and, yeah. and I was like, hmm. you know, it's, it's better okay. than mine, yeah. but it still is not right. something that I was like, I just would love to have this, you know. And this girl had, um, the, the flavor I had was called grape hibiscus, uh-huh. and it blew my so mind <laughs> how, how kombucha could actually taste grape. And so I went home and I just, I became like obsessed and spent, I spent four, four and a half years on developing the, the, the kombucha that we have now on, wow. on, experimenting with every facet of production from the vessels that we use, the time, the tea, the quantities of, of ingredients and. It's like a science experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much balance. like a science yeah. experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah. employ the scientific method, th- you know, throughout, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, isolated variable, established new baseline, you know, and, um, and it's, it's been a, a, a journey of passion and love, you know, it was, it was never something that we did because we wanted to start a business, we, right, you know, at the time we, you know, I was in another career path that I expected to be, you know, my, where I, how I've spent the rest of my yeah, professional career, you know, and kombucha was just. Just something that we enjoyed, and yeah. um, and that's that's how we got into making kombucha.
1: So when in the process did you actually start The Good Reverend? Was it during the four years of kind of experimenting with stuff, or was it after you figured it out, you're like, this
0: could turn into a business? Like, When, when did that actually open up? Well, we had people suggesting for, for quite some time that we start a business, and...
2: Because he, he's, like, buying all these bottles and Crocs, and he's sharing kombucha. And right. at the time, like, we didn't make a lot of money, so I was like, what are you doing? You know? Like, we don't need more Crocs. Yeah. We don't need more juice. Like, it's <laughs> been no like, $40, dollars. and, and like, you're like, he's, like, why are you he's spending $40? Said, like, yeah, and, like, everyone's <laughs> taking bottles home, and I'm like, what? Like, this yeah. is cool, but what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was two years ago, right, that you were, like... I'm quitting my job. <laughs> I'm making kombucha. And I was like... Was it
0: two years?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like right I, when COVID hit.
0: Yeah. I think this summer, yeah, yeah. June of this, of 2022, will make two years. Yeah. Since wow. And yeah. I said, all right, as
2: long as you can pay the bills. Right. <laughs> I'm good at so it. was it like
0: a, a
1: part-time thing you were experimenting as a business when you had your career or did you just jump into
0: it and you're like, I'm going to make this work? Well, so I i had switched careers by this point, and right. I, I've, I've spent most of my life in carpentry. And uh, so uh, I got back into carpentry um, as a project manager for a great company here locally. And uh, when COVID hit, uh, well, I guess backtracking a little bit, I had, I had already started the process of, of getting my products tested and inspected and improved and right. going through... You know, VDAX, Virginia Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, is our regulating authority in, in kombucha here in Virginia. Um, so I had started that process, which for me took about a year to to navigate. Not that it is a long process for people who are more administratively inclined <laughs> than I am, yeah. but for me it took about a year. And so it was March of 2020 mm-hmm. whenever I, I finally got everything approved, which at the time, um we were just kind of planning on it being something that was, you know, we would start doing some farmers markets and stuff. And okay. It would be a, a part-time thing. Mm-hmm. And um it was March twenty twenty whenever I got approved through VDAX, which was right when uh the coronavirus right pandemic <laughs> yeah. yeah. hit you know the, the world and uh so commercial construction came to just a, a grinding crawl mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, they had to slash salaries, mm-hmm. um, temporarily, but it was, it was to a point where, where we couldn't navigate it and we hadn't really started selling product yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, well, I can't really even afford to live right working mm-hmm. at this, at this job. So, May as well, you know. <laughs> Just go so, for it, yeah. so so yeah, it was it was June of 2020. Whenever we finally made the the jump into it, and mm-hmm. it's been grand. Yeah, yeah, that is a big jump. Yeah, some
1: people. I feel like there's a couple different ways people do it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, sometimes people have a side business that grows so fast that it can't be a side mm-hmm. business anymore, mm-hmm. and then there's some people that are like. This idea, I see some hope in it, and they just jump for it. And I feel like both can work out yeah. really well. Yeah. And they're both scary, you yeah. know, yeah. so it's just making some yeah. sort of transition. So yeah. that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting how many times I've heard people now that started a business right before or right after all the mm-hmm. you know coronavirus started. And I yeah. think it just goes to show that, you know, any excuse will do or... On the flip side, with like with you guys, that even if something crazy is going on, like I'm just going to make it work because you know I can do this thing, and it doesn't matter what the world is doing. You know, right. it transaction transition is going to happen anyway, so I'm just going to take control of it and the rain. So yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So,
0: where did the name come from then? Uh, so people tell us all the time how much they they don't like kombucha. Yeah. Uh, that that it's gross vinegar, you know, it's just something that people choke down simply because it's, it's healthy, healthy mm-hmm. you know, which again, that's kind of what it was for us for the longest time. But, um, people try our kombucha and they, we, we, so we make a, we make a new believer, you yeah. know, and so like a good reverend, that's where the name came from. Okay. So it's yeah. just from the process of people winning people over. To winning, yeah. Winning, it. winning people, yeah. making converts, okay. you know, Got it. yeah. Well, he's
2: also a reverend.
1: Are you? <laughs> I am, are you? I am. yes. <laughs> so
0: there's <Okay>. that. <laughs> Very cool. Yes. yes. Are you? Have you been a pastor before, or are you? Okay. I have. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Are you currently? Mm-hmm. I am not. Okay. No. No. I it. make kombucha Got
1: strictly. <laughs> oh, <that's pretty> cool. <laughs> yeah. <That's neat. laughs> awesome. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So you were saying how? I mean, it's only been two years. So you've been seeing a lot of growth recently, though. Um, you said before we started recording. Um, so what's kind of your your vision as you continue to grow for the company
0: well right now our our production facility is in our basement yeah. and uh, and we're already uh, bursting at the seams with with just the the space requirements and and storage and, and everything so one of the next steps that we're doing is we're going to be moving into um, just a larger facility okay. to be able to produce out of um, and then we're just trying to tip the Washington DC market and and get in and navigate that, that, that community as much as we can, you know, um, our strategy is we want to be, um, an inch wide and a mile deep, you know, we don't want to be spread out to where, you know, we've got a store here in West Virginia and a store here in Southern Virginia, you know, like we want to, we want to really just service, you know, I mean, we're in Fauquier County, but our city is Washington D.C. You know, sure. you know, we want to service D.C. and the D.C. area just as as well as we possibly can. So we're we're really focusing on on that. We've got some creative ways that we're we're looking to um, meet the demand there in D.C. Uh, some things that are that are still a little um, secret, so I can't sure. I yeah. share some some <laughs> of the, the things that we're doing there. Um, but we're doing, uh, so there, there's been a couple, um, restaurants that have reached out to us okay. to do like, um, signature flavors yeah, for them. Man. So we're doing some signature flavors for some restaurants, uh, in, in the DC area and, and Chicago actually as well. Um, that's, that's the, the, the immediate, the big focus. Yeah. Uh, we're also expanding into hard kombucha. Okay. Hopefully this year, but we've given ourselves this year to, uh, to navigate the research and development process and then go sure. through the process of the, the, the new inspections with, you know, ABC, TTV, the different regulating bodies yeah. for alcohol. Um, also so, canning and shipping. Yeah, and then they, uh-huh. right now we don't have an ability, just shipping is so expensive. Yeah. And we only bottle, so we only use glass, mm-hmm. glass bottles, sure. 16 ounces. And it's it's very cost inhibitive. Yeah, I mean and, and it's liquid so it's heavy yeah, and it's real heavy. breakable mm-hmm. if it's glass stuff and yeah. 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 So that's a big thing to yeah. Kind of work on. Yeah. Yeah, so so cans will will make it easier for yeah. us to do some, some drop shipping more affordably and, and then we wanna be able to to expand that way into a broader market. Sure. Um, but as far as physical presence, we're trying to focus on DC and then we'll have a separate marketing team that's focusing on, you know, a more national shipping okay. distribution. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of new things kind of in yeah, the works. So, so people
1: have to follow you guys on social watch media. Yeah. And watch <laughs> videos. It's gonna come. Yeah, very cool. it's huge. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of, you know, you talking about the <clears> shipping and stuff, um, what have been your biggest challenges that you've
0: already run into and maybe even overcome that you could share with us? Well, I always tell people the biggest challenge that we have making kombucha is the fact that we make kombucha. Okay. <laughs> you know, people, there there is such a stigma associated uh, with it that sure. it isn't something that's that can taste delicious that you would want to drink just to drink Yeah. something, you know.
2: Yeah, some people won't even try it. They're like, that's disgusting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, that's one of our biggest challenges uh, to overcome. Uh, but beyond beyond that, you know, specific to the kombucha industry, uh, just trying to navigate labor uh, in, in, during a global pandemic, uh, you know, seeing employees sick with COVID yeah. and figuring out how to navigate all of that. Um, trying to figure out how to, to manage running a, a, a business. I mean, you've seen our, our brewery and that's here in the basement. It's a, it's a full-scale brewery, yeah. but it's also in our basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah. So um, just trying to find the, that balance between work, life, and employees in the home, and right. uh, of course the same issues that I think most businesses struggle with. Cash flow, customers that won't pay, oh, sure. and having to chase people down, mm-hmm. which is not you know um, my mo. Yeah. You know, especially <laughs> when you're a younger
1: business yeah. too, you don't have like all this built up that you can handle the punches. It's right. like we like, gotta keep moving. You... Like, come on, <laughs> yeah, come on. it's a little, yeah. it hurts a little more yeah. when you get yeah, the punches. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get that, mm-hmm. and the stigma, I definitely understand because you know I've had that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason I don't have it is because I'm you know, with a podcast, I'm pushing myself to meet other people and try different things in the community mm-hmm. because it's funny, I have a, the, the only way I knew about kombucha before the last year or so is in college, I had a housemate that made it on his own in the kitchen and it's was just this really weird, he <laughs> like, exactly. like mold sitting
0: yeah. on his tea
1: yeah. and he like <laughs> scoops it out and drinks yeah. it, it's the yeah. weirdest thing. And it was just like, uh, oh, this is strange. Really that? So yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it smelled funny, yeah. and it was just—he was a quirky guy anyway. Mm-hmm. So I mean, kind of like your guy that you guys learned it from, maybe it was just like, yeah. what is this guy I'm doing yeah. in my house? Yeah. So yeah, that was my <laughs> thought with it as well. Yeah. Um, and then you know, you try it for the first or second time, it's like, yeah, it's still a little funky, but mm-hmm. okay, it's getting more popular. Yeah. I would say, yeah. For sure. um, I don't know if it's with people being more health conscious, or it's just been around long enough that mm-hmm. people, um, on. yeah.
0: I think so. it's probably a combination of the mm-hmm. two. You know, uh, exposure, and there's some big companies that have really helped forge that that path for mm-hmm. us in the kombucha industry, make right. it a, a more uh, mainstream beverage. But also, I think that the coronavirus has actually kind mm-hmm. of benefited mm-hmm. us in in this industry sounds dark to say that but um so many people are are looking to take their health into their own hands Mm -hmm. and kombucha is an excellent way of doing that because not only is it good for gut and digestive health but it's immune boosting and detoxifying so uh i I think that that's that's been um, a really positive thing that's come out of, of, of this pandemic is people not just kombucha but just people looking to take their health uh, into their own hands and not just relying on hospitals and the medical industry because I mean you can't even get into no. even our local hospital is is it's virtually impossible unless you're missing an arm or yeah. something yeah. you know to get and I don't say that as a knock against mm-hmm. them I mean they're 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 at capacity they're they're working twenty four seven around the clock sure you know? um, so people have have almost had to say okay well how can we be more intentional in our home, with our foods, and our lifestyle um, to, to try to keep ourselves as healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because part of it is to make it so you don't get sick at
1: all. And then even bigger than that, it's just when you get sick, because it's going to happen, whether mm-hmm. it's COVID, sure. the flu, whatever. Sure. Like, I got to be ready. My body has to be ready. Mm-hmm. You know, all of the Doritos and fast food and yes. soda is not helping <laughs> me. Right. But honestly, yeah. so, if yeah. there's something else, yeah, I think a lot of people are looking for that. Yeah, yeah. And it's just the problem... Um, that I've seen is like you guys with the original kombuchas that it's just not fun or tastes good. It's not as easy to I get guess. it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I think people are starting to search a little more diligently and are more open yeah. to yeah. things to to be healthy. So yeah, that's good. Which now
0: there are some really really great no, mainstream yeah. flavors that For are sure. out there that you can find in yeah. stores and, and things of that sort. Okay, out of your guys, flavors one you your maybe top two flavors that you go to all the time for, for me it's citrus ginger <laughs> okay. uh, is my absolute favorite
2: uh i love blue hawaii i think it's incredible that blue spirulina just really yeah. sets it off in color and coconut water and banana and pineapple and mm, it's, it's, it just feels alive
1: yeah. yeah it's my favorite yeah. I have seen that one before because I've seen you guys at a market or something yeah. like that. And yeah. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Cool. It definitely stands out. Yeah, for sure. So. <laughs> so what's been your what's been the most enjoyable thing about now owning a business? I mean you're a couple years into it, so you've you've got the feel of I'm a business owner and it's just I don't know, it's kind of fun. What what's your most enjoyable part about
0: owning a business now? Well, I I think that you know, this thing that that we started that was just a passion, um, watching how the, the receptivity, you know, the people that are um, dedicated to, to not just kombucha but our kombucha and our company and watching so many people um, from, you know, farmers markets and people that we get to directly interact with to, to cafes, to, I mean, watching the football team as one of our customers, you okay. know, and, and seeing these, uh, these, I guess there's just, this may sound, maybe it's all ego. I don't know, but there's, <laughs> it, it, it's validating, you know, sure. it's, it's vindicating in a sense, you know, whenever people, uh, this, this thing that, that was never meant to be a business for us. It was just, we wanted to create, I mean, my goal was always, I, I said it for years, I wanted to make the world's best kombucha. Okay. Um, and I think that we're, we're probably among that, I don't yeah. know you know, you know, I haven't tasted all the kombucha in the world. So, <laughs> but, sure. uh, you know, I, I feel like we, you know, we did, we spent four and a half years just, just developing, just research and development. And I've got, you know, notebooks of journals from, from, you know, everything that, that we, everything was logged, everything was tracked. Yeah. Um, and sort to see so many people get behind that and, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, it's, of course, I mean, you know, we all have to make money, but it's not so much about the money, but the fact that people are willing to give money for something that we've created and poured ourselves into, it's an honor, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's the most, you asked enjoyable. I I think I'm speaking more satisfaction, but I'd say that's the most satisfying part of of the business is that people are willing to, you know, you work hard for your money. I work hard for my money. And so we have to be really intentional about, what we give that money towards. And so when people are willing to, to, to purchase your product and, and sacrifice their money, their income for, for what you have to offer, that's, that's a really satisfying, uh, yeah. feeling. Definitely. And
1: I, I recently was talking to someone, um, as for a snapshot interview that I do, and he was saying how, you know, when you chase the dollar bill, it, usually doesn't work, it mm-hmm. falls apart. Mm-hmm. Um but if you chase your passion and you know continue to do that, that's when the money's gonna come whether you're looking for it or not. That's and then, good. Yeah. so and I thought that was very interesting that I mean you guys are already starting to show that. Um I mean that's a lot of dedication to to experiment and do things for four plus years. <laughs> and I mean you aren't being forced to do it. It's yeah. just <laughs> you wanted to do it like it wasn't your job to do it it was just yeah and they had to
0: go of sneak somewhere <laughs> yeah.
1: what, yeah. what? what was your drive to do it <laughs> I, mean, I know you said you wanted uh, the best kombucha and everything and but you didn't have the big business in mind or anything like that what was your drive to keep doing it you know like OCD okay <laughs> yeah Got it.
0: yeah I I I fixate uh um, <laughs> yeah, yeah you do. I, When we first were married, I wanted to make the world's best fried potatoes. Okay. <laughs> did you do it? Yes. yes. And <laughs> there you go. Then, then I wanted to make the world's best fried chicken, uh, and no. I, I did not. Oh, no. uh, because I, I could never get it as good as my grandma or my aunt. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then it was kombucha, which was really satisfying because you know, with fried, fried potatoes and fried chicken and stuff, you know, I mean, you could, I'm sure you could experiment for years and years and years, sure. but um, there, there's just, there's only a small handful of elements that, that you can tweak, you know, the, the pan that you use, the oil that you use, the chicken, the, you know, the, the seasonings, but with kombucha, it's, it, fermentation is one of the most interesting physiological or bio, biological principles um, it's just astounding that you know you put these these ingredients in and then you get something else completely different on the back end the, the just a, the, the life that's transforming um, and the kombucha the the scoby and the starter the kombucha itself does it itself all we do you know I, I, I consider myself like a farmer you know a farmer doesn't do anything but you know if you're raising cattle you you make sure that the cattle are safe and fed and healthy and you know the the cows they're they're eating their own grass and um you know i mean there's certain things that that we put in place to make sure that they can do what they need to do to to grow in the healthiest manner possible and kombucha is the exact same way it does it we just have to be there and nurture it you know um I rabbit-trailed, and I totally... Well, I don't even remember what your question was now. I yeah. satisfying yeah. things. And oh, yeah.
2: I, I think to add to that... One of oh, the, the OCD. The coolest yeah. thing. Oh, am yeah. I skipping then over the last question? It's all together. Okay, cool. No, I, <laughs> I just think it's incredible that it's something that we can do as a family. Yeah, like that's yeah. the most rewarding thing. It's like, because, you know, our boys work for Brent... Piper, so they do like, does. yeah, they do school half the day and then they're down here working in the brewery and yeah, Piper and we do markets together and it's just really fun. Like they can't wait to like get up on a Saturday morning and you know, they have all these friends and vendors, like vendor life is the coolest life. It know? really is. They're, very, like, they, very special. You come yeah. home, you barter, you trade, like it's, <laughs> and it's so fun. we just look out for one another. Yeah. And, Everyone has yeah. each other's backs and I don't it just, it, it keeps us together. It's like a legacy. We're creating yeah. this legacy that will be passed down hopefully yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they want it yeah stick with it
1: but and even if it's not this specifically you're putting the mindset yeah, in yeah exactly you know they're seeing mom and dad work on something yeah. together and yeah. they're a part of it so just what they're learning yeah that, that's so neat yeah so super fun yeah um so kind of to switch gears a little bit um we also want to talk about hope Heals which uh, I think is more of your thing, <laughs> yeah. but you guys also work on that together. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what is Hope Heels? first of all, for people who haven't heard?
2: Yes, Hope Heels is a community free store. Um, we're in Warrington on Thelma Street. Uh, we take in free clothes, shoes, accessories, linens, baby gear, um, and we give them away for free. So it's, it's kind of neat, all are welcome. Uh, no stipulations for who can shop. Uh, no judgment for whatever place you're in. In that moment, uh, we just accept you for who you are. It's really awesome, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it's 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 really blowing up. It's crazy. Yeah. Like we never thought. <laughs> Such a need. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: When did you guys get started on that?
2: Um, we are two years. Well, I say two and a half years ago. We kind of started in a different spot in Old Town, Warrington, and it, it didn't work out there. Uh-huh. Um, so we had to um, go from not paying rent to having to pay rent, uh-huh. and we were very new, and it was very scary. And it was like, all right, we got to step out in faith, you know, and believe that this is like the community is going to get behind it. And um, we had um, several families who just kind of devoted themselves financially to mm-hmm. our ministry and said, we'll commit, you know, two years to helping you guys cover the rent and utilities and that way you can get up on your, on your feet. And, you know, since then we've gotten grants from the PATH Foundation and, you know, other individual donors mm-hmm. who have, like, you know, seen it and are all about it. And it's business so cool. Is yeah, businesses in the community. And so so at times. like we've never yeah. worried. Like, yeah. you know, it's just everything is always provided when we need it. And mm-hmm. it's the coolest thing. Yeah, and you said you know two and a half years ago. So that's when
1: you're going through all this transition. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's not like you saw all this success and you're like, oh, we should be giving back. Here's a cool way. Let's brainstorm. Like it's just hey, we need to give back. Here's a cool idea, yeah. and you went for it at the same time as transitioning with business and COVID. Like normal people don't do that. Did people do that. You guys aren't normal. But that's yeah. it. Like, I would yeah. go work for free yeah. while you start a new company. Right. This,
0: is, exactly. this makes perfect sense. <laughs> and I, and I, I do want to brag just a little bit on Hope Heels. Um, I, I think that it's one of the most beautiful and profound organizations. I mean, there's, you know, a number of extremely healthy and wonderful organizations that are doing mm-hmm. incredible work in the community and, and in other communities. Um, but, but one of the things that's so special is Lindsay, her team, nobody is drawing a salary or wages. No, no individual is receiving any sort of payment. Hmm. at all every dollar and of course there's rent utilities but then they're always looking for creative ways to be able to serve needs Mm -hmm. outside of just clothing shoes accessories and things like that so people will come in all the time and you know men will say like you know I've got a job waiting for me if I could just have some steel toed boots and Hmm. if we don't have them in the store you know Lindsay will order them or, or, or whatever so every dollar that comes in Going back into the community, it's not going in anyone's pockets, yeah, which yeah. I think is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's really neat and different. Yeah. Well. yeah, it is different.
2: Yeah, yeah, but it keeps things simple. Sure, it's like when money gets involved, it gets tricky and <laughs> ugly sometimes. and Yeah, yeah we're all volunteers, cool. we're all just doing the best we can, you know. Yeah,
1: so what's kind of your vision now moving forward? Because I mean, you went from trying it, it didn't work you decided to try it again Mm -hmm. and it's working Mm because I mean, I've seen uh, a lot of success with it and um, word out about it. Um, So what's kind of your vision now moving forward?
2: Um, We're getting ready to jump into a way cool project. Um, We have like a thousand square feet attached to Hope Heels that was not conditioned and it was just used for storage. And um, we just recently had an HVAC put in there and we're getting ready to fix it all up so we can move all of our sorting and stuff over there and we can expand the store so now we can create more room I mean we're just so busy that it's like everyone's on top of each other and of course that's really tricky you know in our current environment and climate with COVID and everything so it's like being able to kind of expand and you know clean things up and make people feel more comfortable while they're there yeah I think it's important so that's kind of really cool and that's getting ready to happen like soon 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 Um, but yeah just continuing to minister to more people to um, we have uh, like a majority uh, is Hispanic and so I'd like personally I would love to be able to uh, learn Spanish and communicate with them because for me Hope Heals is all about relationship you know I want to get to know you I don't want to just give you clothes and see you later you know like I want to get in your world like tell me how else can we help Um, and so that's very difficult with like the language barrier and, and things so just kind of navigating that it's new territory for us and you know but we'll get it yeah definitely. we'll get it we've got bilingual volunteers now They've, okay have been super helpful
1: um yeah so as, as you're making these pushes to get to that next <laughs> step that you're doing um people who are listening how can they help you guys is it volunteers donations? <laughs> what are the biggest things you're looking for yeah i mean to keep going?
2: we always need volunteers uh, there's never ending clothes to sort and you know stock and, and all the things i mean it's just a revolving door of things and so having volunteers and many hands makes obviously light work and yeah. so um we encourage anyone to come help we're not fancy there's not some you know major hurdle to jump through to join our team like we're just <laughs> let's do this um but yeah i mean obviously um monetary donations are awesome too um it helps us do what we need to do you know we have a very low budget so we're pretty pretty low-key you know as far as needs go but you know anything helps and so especially right now with our reno projects and and stuff um it's always helpful so
1: yeah yeah that's awesome yeah and it's interesting so i didn't i don't know i think we talked about this but it just still is really cool to me that I was thinking that your business was doing well, and you're like, "Hey, we have some time. Like, let's reach out to the community." But it wasn't that. It was you don't have time
0: when you start. No, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. I mean,
2: we had we had launched Hope Heals, I think, prior to before the good prior reverend. to the mm-hmm. good reverend. So that yep. was already kind of like in the works and happening. Mm-hmm. So we were in a rhythm. Um, although I had to step back when COVID hit because all of my kids were now home from school, Uh-oh. and I took I even took in another friend's. Little boy, he was in second grade, so I had and a toddler, right? So it's yeah, like my world was busy, and I was yeah. here all the time. If anyone
1: doesn't have time, it's a mom of four. <laughs> new and business. And a new yeah, business. Yeah.
2: yeah. It was like a lot, so I had to kind of step back, and I didn't realize how much I missed it, you know. And yeah. When I got to go back and things settled and the kids went to school, I was like, oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> so it just fills your heart up. Sure. Yeah. I mean. You can't not feel good about it at the end of the day.
1: Yeah.
2: You meet such incredible people.
1: And you know you're making an impact. Yeah. yeah. You hope that you
2: are. Yeah. yeah. And
1: I think you guys are uh, the epitome of, you know, what we name the podcast. You know, the heart of our here because mm. I think that entrepreneurs typically are the heart of a community. I mean, you guys are just, you know, proving that right with, you know, starting your business and then, you know, reaching out to the community and it's just you know, chasing your passion, all of it that you guys are doing is, yeah. is so cool. So thank you for doing that and making <laughs> the community better, you know. Oh, well, thanks for saying that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want to take any more of your guys' time, but if you have any closing comments, maybe something I've missed um, or that you want to go back to, you're welcome to.
0: What are your website socials?
1: Yes.
2: Oh, um, org. Is our website? Okay. Yeah, and or we're on Facebook too. Here. Okay. We don't do a lot on our website right now, but Facebook, you know, is, is where it's at. Can okay. see all the happenings.
1: Yeah. And I know that yeah. when you've had events like you had a, a Christmassy event yes. or an a book event, I think so. Those kind of things. Yeah. To keep an eye on. Those. Yes,
2: the toy drive was incredible this year. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So much fun! <laughs> so much fun!
1: And then where can people get your kombucha? You said you're in different stores. What about
0: locally in this area? If someone wants to grab uh, some of your kombucha or where can they go? Yeah, so uh, Great Harvest in Old Town Warrington has our kombucha on tap. So if you have growlers, uh, you can bring any growler there and get it refilled. Um, You can get bottles there, 16 ounce bottles that you can purchase and then continue refilling. They have a discounted price to refill. Hidden Jewels in Haymarket does the same thing. Natural Marketplace in Warrenton sells our bottles. Um, Eden's Natural Marketplace in New Baltimore,
2: Circle K, the excellent.
0: Circle K in Warrenton. There's a lot of places. Um, yeah, we're yeah. yeah. <laughs> in Leesburg, Charlottesville, some yeah, locations but, and stuff yeah, Charlotte's as well. Yeah, great. Yeah, Culpepper Raven's Nest. Yeah, yeah,
1: perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for your That's time. Um, make sure you guys you know follow them on the social media. Um, get one of these. Um, oh yeah You're yeah a we on, a good yeah so they let me try it it tastes great um so definitely <laughs> give them a try and uh, follow what they're doing because i think there's going to be a lot of big news from both sides of what you guys are doing as you continue to grow so thank you so much uh for being a guest today thank yes, you thanks for having us all right we'll see you guys next time thank you for joining us for today's episode of the heart of Falkir. here if you loved joining us today Give this podcast a great review and subscribe to keep up with new episodes. If you have an office in Falkir that needs a cleaning service, reach out to Bedrosian Cleaning Services and see how they can serve you. Until next time, thanks for listening.